0: So if the story were ever to be turned into a movie, for whatever weird reason, it would be one of those movies that starts from the end. Do you know what I'm talking about? No? Yeah. And it would start with an explosion. You would see a vehicle in flames and a group of people walking away from the wreck in slow motion. A dramatic tune would be playing and you would think, this is pretty tragic. And you would be wrong. <laughs> and then the movie goes into a flashback to about three years ago when Upfolio, a property management software company, launched an add on service that allows property managers to obtain credit um, reports and criminal reports on prospective tenants. And it was a huge success. So much so that we thought, why not make it a standalone product for non Upfolio property manager users? who still want to be able to collect applications online and screen tenants, but don't want to quite commit to a full accounting, maintenance tracking, online leasing software. And so we built an online rental application, RentUp, that anyone could sign up for. And we celebrated with a cake. Um, Don't get too attached to this cute little thing, because um, RentUp is the car in flames in our movie. Sorry for the spoiler. Um, So, Show of hands. how many of you have filled out rental applications for a house or an apartment before? Okay, a lot of you. Um, The rest of you must either have owned all your life or maybe still live with your parents. (laughs) Either way, you're very lucky. Um, The rest of us have had to go through this tedious process of filling out applications, usually on paper providing uh, copies of our driver's license and pay stubs and other things that would reassure the property manager that you're going to be a responsible tenant. Well, we provided an online version of these forms for free. And then property managers who wanted to, they could also subscribe to the screening service for a fee. A cross-functional team of non-managers, frontline employees was put in place to manage this project, these good-looking people right here. So it was kind of like a startup within a larger company. And the goal was to make RentUp profitable using lean startup methodologies. Um, We were all working on our flagship product, and RentUp was a sort of um, side project, like a playground for innovation, if you will. Um, And one thing that our flagship product and RentUp shared was the target audience, the property management businesses. So our expertise with fully Property Manager lent itself well with this project. And we started with one hypothesis. If we create a standalone tenant screening solution for property managers, we can capture some additional revenue for Appfolio. And the challenging part was that the revenue piece was tied to the screening service, which was optional. So our users didn't have to subscribe to the screening service. And it was also exclusive, meaning that the screening provider we had partnered with required that the management company's screening had a business license, a tax ID, a physical office space with a locked filing cabinet. And yeah, we were actually required to inspect their offices to make sure that they qualified. So the barrier to entry to screen was quite high. But that didn't discourage us, and we run several diverse experiments using the experiments framework uh, to try to generate more revenue. And we tried to attract more users by getting creative with our SEO. We run Facebook contests and iPad giveaways to try to create that viral effect. Uh, We tried to attract larger management companies with a lot of units by tweaking our website messaging, We even recruited someone from our sales team and had them uh, call our prospects who had not signed up for a fully property manager. And we told them, hey, do you want to sign up for RentUp instead? And we were doing a great job. We had thousands of people subscribe to RentUp every month. Um, Our users were happy and referring us. We had an amazing net promoter score, meaning that our users were uh, engaged. But all these experiments only move the revenue needle slightly. One thing we noticed was that 80% of our user base was comprised of individual landlords. So these were people who were managing their own units, but they weren't the large management companies that we were targeting. Um, And they were using the free online rental application portion, but they couldn't screen because they didn't have a business license, tax ID, or an office space. That's when we proposed a pivot find a way to break down that barrier to screen and allow that 80% of our user base to contribute to our revenue. And it was around that time that we actually ran into a service that would provide just that. It was a screening service that allowed tenants to screen themselves and then opt to share the screening report with the landlord. So because the tenant was initiating the screening, we could bypass all those, all those requirements that were getting in the way. But before we built any integration, we wanted a couple of questions answered. Will landlords be even interested in the service? And would they trust us to provide it? So we ran an A-B test um, to validate pricing, but most importantly, whether landlords would provide their social security number to sign up for the screening service. Why did we need the social security number? I mean, we couldn't just hand over screening reports to anyone who claimed to be a landlord. Then again, I don't know anybody who would enter their social security number on a website they just found after Googling free online rental applications. Do you? I hope not. So we put it to the test. We ran an experiment for three weeks, and we had uh, half of the rent app traffic serve as our control group and be directed to the regular sign-up flow, and the other half was presented with this form um, that gave them the option to provide their date of birth and social security number if they wanted to access tenant screening reports. And if they did, then they would pre- be presented with a page that said, "We're oh, sorry, this service doesn't actually exist yet. We'll let you know when it's available, though." And at the end of the three weeks. Oh, by the way, we didn't keep any of the social security numbers. We didn't store them. At the end of the three weeks, 42% of people directed to this page signed up for the service and provided their social security number. 42%. Not only that, but when we talked to these people, we found out that price didn't really matter all that much because whatever fee we charged them, they would pass on to the prospective tenant as an application fee anyway. So based on our findings, the revenue projections looked great compared to what we've been seeing up to that point. And the temptation to say, let's build it, was strong. But with this experiment, we also gained an understanding of this user segment, the individual landlords. So now remember, we had initially focused on the professional property managers. And we kind of started turning our attention to the individual landlords. And we realized these people manage one to two rental units, meaning that on average, they will use the screening service once or twice a year. That's how often usually units turn over. And that undermined the stickiness of RentApp. Now to increase stickiness, we could introduce additional services like online rent payments, for example, which would recur monthly. And that brings me to my main point. Servicing the landlord market meant that we needed to be ready to divert some development, marketing, support, dollars, and mindshare away from our company's strategic focus, the professional property management market. When you're running experiments, losing your strategic focus can be tempting, but you have to consider the opportunity cost. It's easy for me to stand here today and say, think about the opportunity cost lean startupers. But in reality, long, divided discussions took place before we decided what to do with RentApp. Should we pivot? Should we kill it? Should we just keep coasting? On the one hand, if we did retire, we would free up the resources to dedicate to higher ROI activities for AppFolio Property Manager. We would gain company focus and um, practice the discipline to. Trim what isn't working. And we would also eliminate any internal communication overhead related to RentApp. And last but not least, we could also funnel some of those RentApp users and introduce them to a fully property manager. On the other end, I mean, we did have the number one Google spot in organic Google search. And we would also lose the mind share from thousands of RentApp users. I know they sound a little bit like vanity metrics, maybe. And I'll tell you a secret. I was actually one of those people that really wanted to keep that cute little car running. We had spent months of hard work trying to make it successful, and seeing it fail kind of felt like it would reflect poorly on us. We didn't want to let down our managers who had entrusted us with this responsibility. And, I mean, we were so close. In the end, one thing that helped see the big picture, uh, at least for me personally, was this quote from the book Good Strategy, Bad Strategy. When a strategy works, we tend to remember what was accomplished and not the possibilities that were painfully set aside. So we retired rent up. Big surprise. I know, I know you guys are surprised. And since then, we've had the resources and focus to dedicate to building new features for up fully property managers, as well, as well as these add-on services. And if you look at the revenue projections we had in place for RentUp, they pale in comparison. So yes, retiring RentUp was a painful decision to make. But today, about a year later, it's easy to point at the success of that decision. So now the movie flashback is over. We're back to the ending scene. You see the car in flames again, and the individual's coolly walking away. And then the camera zooms out. And you realize it's not a tragedy. There's actually a sweet, sweet Ferrari waiting for them. (laughs) Thank you.